Let's all go to, what is it? To the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. And run up and get some refreshments. Welcome back to another edition of Yeah, We Said It with me, Emma, and Ellen, who's my mother. We're in the closet. (laughs) Yes, we are in the closet, uh, as per usual. It's a um, delightful 100-degree Sunday afternoon. It's atmospheric. Um, And... I don't know why I said that. It's not atmospheric. It's not at all. I thought you were going to say... Say we were in the closet and it was 100 degrees in that. It kind of does feel like it's 100 degrees in here. Okay. So I was driving in the car yesterday. (laughs) I wish everyone could just see what you did. As one does. As one does. As one does. And the uh, twist came on, Chubby Checker. Uh, you know that song? Yeah. Come on, baby, do the twist. Come on, baby. Twist like this, round and round and up and down we go again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, that, it took me a second. And but... it took me back to my youth. Okay. My youth. My youth. My youth. <laughs> and I was just thinking about when that song came out, every Saturday there was like a matinee at the movie theater in our neighborhood. And my mother would drop me and my older sister off. And Is this the popcorn story? Yeah. <laughs> This is so good. And um, I remember I there was, I guess there was like a twisted movie or something. I can't, I don't think it was a Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello, which probably none of you know who that is. Literally, everyone's just like, what the Who fuck? are those people? What are those names? <laughs> what, what's coming out of her mouth? I think I'm tuned into the wrong podcast. <laughs> anyway, you know the twist. Yes. So it, everybody was twisting up on the screen. As and one does. As one do- and I think I was maybe 11 or 12, maybe 13. I was very gawky. And basically my whole face was just my two front teeth because they were big. Aww. It was, oh my God, Emma, it was so sad. Oh, I feel so sorry for me. It's okay. But I you always turned felt, out great. I always felt inside, like I can compete, even with these big old teeth that are just sticking out. <laughs> and... Uh, I had confidence, even though I shouldn't have. But anyway, all of the 16-year-olds were getting up in the aisle and twisting in the aisle. My hair standing up. (laughs) I thought like, oh, if I could just be 16, I would be so cool. They're so lucky. But I knew I shouldn't get out of my seat. Something told me I wasn't supposed to. All right. Anyway, when we would go to the movies every week, or maybe it was every other Saturday, um, my mother would never give us extra money for... Uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, movie theater snacks. Like, but there's popcorn refreshments. 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 Thank you. Let's all go to what is it? To the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies and run up and get some refreshments. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's let's all get some popcorn. Is that what it is? I don't know. I know there's a dancing popcorn thing in there. A hundred percent. With arms and legs. Now I kind of want to look it up. Keep talking. So um, my clever idea was she just didn't want us to spoil our appetites. And so she'd drop us off and we'd sit down and I'd tell Oh, it's let's that? all go to the lobby. Lobby. And it's from 1953. Oh, well, that makes yeah. sense. Um, I'm much older. No, I'm much. Wait, wait. 
I was born. Hold on. You're young. I'm young. Wait. Ah! Wait, everybody. I'm young. 1953. What does that mean? I wasn't even born yet. What's that year? <laughs> so I would go up and I would stand behind the people who were buying fresh popcorn. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. That's it. Okay. And I would wait for them to leave the counter. Mm-hmm. And they always over... Uh, Overdid the popcorn. Yeah, they poured too much on the yes. top. And as you walk away, pieces would fall off. Mm-hmm. And I was like on the five-second rule. And I would scoop up the pieces that just had just immediately had fallen off the top. And I would make a pile in my hand of popcorn. And I would go back and feed my sister. <laughs> I, so sad. No, it was funny. It's fun. I can't believe you're and not going to keep No, I always of. felt like I was getting away with something because she was so strict. She was like, another big thing in school was to stop at 7-Eleven on the way home and get a, a icy oh. trade after school. Did you get them? No. Well, because <laughs> like, no, I, God forbid, I ruined my appetite for dinner. She would like sniff me out and know it. We weren't allowed to sneaky snack. So. Sounds very familiar. Yeah. No, I wasn't that bad, was I? Yeah, every time I came home from school, which... Honestly, I, I think it was more like I stood there with a, a yardstick smacking it against the counter going, you will have your stack right this minute. Not any, you know, not. I that. do not remember a yardstick being I, smacked. I was being, that was, oh, that was dramatic license. No, what? <laughs> no, every time I came home from school, I would say, I'm so hungry. And you would always say, have an apple. It was fucking worse. Okay, well, my mother wouldn't even let me have that. Ugh. She just did not want them to. But back when I was growing up, dinner was on the table at six o'clock in my house. We don't eat till later than that, but I just, she didn't want us to ruin our appetite and she didn't want us to buy anything in the movie theater, but I solved that problem. That's amazing. How many trips back and forth would you have to make I, I with even, your popcorn morsels? I don't even remember. I don't even remember. Did you guys take turns or was it all no, of you? No, are you kidding? No, she would never do anything like that. Oh. <laughs> I was in charge. That's amazing. Well, made me happy and it filled my stomach. Got me some popcorn. Best of both worlds. Made my trip out to the lobby. Let's to get myself a treat. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and get ourselves a treat. <laughs> What's your question this week? Okay, so question for this week. Do you want me to read it? Sure. Okay, great. I know you wanted to. That's why I said sure. <laughs> I love reading them. Um, okay. You like yourself, don't you? Well, well. This person wrote in and they wrote a really sweet um intro paragraph about how much they love me and Ellen, but I'm going to skip over that because not necessary. You guys know that we're amazing. So she gets into it and says, so here's my question slash issue. And it's not about dating. So y'all can be pumped. I've been married to my husband for almost four years now. I know y'all will freak out because I'm 23 and got married at 19, but we live in the South and the country. So totally normal. But anyways, We are finally expecting our first child after two and a half years of trying and two miscarriages. We are over the moon to have a healthy baby on the way, but here's the issue. I have three best friends that I used to hang out with constantly, basically all day, every day. But I noticed in recent months, there's been a little distance, which is fine because sometimes that happens and I'm not worried about that. But I noticed as I get further along in my pregnancy, that distance has grown. For reference, one friend is married, one is in a serious relationship, and the other is single. While we, are, while we are all in vastly different places in our lives, it has always worked. I'm closest with my friend that is single, and while I know things are changing quickly, I don't want to lose any of my friends just because I'm becoming a mom. 
I know they would never say that's what's happening, but I noticed the excitement for the baby in our group chat feels like it's calming down for them, but obviously it hasn't for me. Do y'all have any advice on how I could keep these friendships spent? Oh my gosh. These friendships. <laughs> Do y'all have any advice on how I could? <laughs> Am I going to have to take over here? <laughs> okay. Hold on. I'm sweating. Do y'all have any advice on how I could help keep these friendships strong? Even when I was the only married one in the group, we never had any issues, but I feel like it's just happening recently, recently with the baby. I don't want to lose any of the, these girls and I want them to remain important figures in my life as well as my future children. They mean the world to me and I can't imagine doing life without them by my side. My husband tells me I shouldn't worry because I will have more friends soon who are in the same place in life as I am, but I don't want to lose them and gain others. I want to gain others and keep them. Thank you all so much for your help. It means the world to me to hear from you guys. Well, I'm just going to have to be blunt. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> Buckle up. We did a pod just recently sort of on the subject of friendships. and Yeah, how, we did a couple. How they're very, friendships are fluid. Some are not meant to last forever. And you're in a different position than your friends. You've been through a lot to conceive this child and carry it to term, and they were excited for you in the beginning, and they're probably still excited for you, but it's just not going to be the topic of conversation and the center of their world because it's not happening to them. Yeah. And I know you want to keep them as friends, but you just have to, I think, let things unfold the way they're going to and um, not be so anxious about that. Be more focused on this. You're going to have a baby. You're going to make other friends, mothers and, not mothers, you're going to make other friends, married people or unmarried that have children. That's what her husband was saying. And you'll relate to them on a different level than you possibly can to your three girlfriends. You can keep trying, but I don't think I would take it personally or have deep discussions with them. You just have to let it unfold the way it's going to and... People come in and out of our lives, all of our lives, and sometimes we don't really know the reason why, and it isn't personal. It's just something that happens. That's just the way it unfolds. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I was a young mom, I made lots of, I met lots of new people. Maybe they didn't turn out to be lifelong friends, but I made lots of new acquaintances, and I joined mother's groups, and they could relate to me in a way that maybe somebody who hadn't had a kid has had not had a child or wasn't married could yeah and I think too um I think it, it doesn't matter what age you're at like when when you're the first to have a baby in the group I think it's always weird for everyone like no one's ever dealt with that before if you've been friends for a while it's a very different sort of thing to navigate and you know, I know like my best friend, she was the first to have one in our group and things have definitely changed. I mean, I, I wouldn't say, I mean, she's still my absolute best friend, like my sister and all that, but her focus and priority now is her child. Whereas before, you know, she probably had more free time to hear all about my, my silly dating life and all that. And she still does, but it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just different. And I think that's really, really natural and normal. And like Ellen was saying, um, you know, I wouldn't like, you need to focus on how happy you are right now because you have been through what you've been through to have this baby and don't let any, don't let any like petty stuff with friendships take that happiness away from you. They're going to work out how they work out. And if your friends stop trying and 
they lean into the distance and let it get even worse. I mean, there's really nothing that you can do about that. You don't need to, you don't need to like chase them down and stress yourself that then maybe like they were just meant to be your really good friend for a certain period of time. Yeah, I, I don't think you should put your focus so much on how can I solve this and make things like they were, because it sounds like you have bigger concerns. It took you a while to, to conceive. And I think you should just be happy that you are with your husband and you're going to have a baby and your life is going to take a turn no matter, you can't control that because it's already changed. Yeah. And actually something that like we've been saying in my family a lot lately is you can't control other people. You can just control yourself and you can only and control your situation. Yeah. And your reactions. So there's nothing that you can do to get your friends more interested to show more excitement. You know, they're going to handle you bringing a child into the world how they're going to handle it. And they're, they will either be really involved and super supportive and making time to come over and be with you, or they'll, you know, maybe come over once and keep living their lives and um, things will just be a little different. And you have a single friend, so she's on a different trajectory completely yeah, from you. Yeah, completely. And you know that. And also when you have this baby, you may slow down. You may be like, I'm having a miserable day. I'm so glad I don't have to talk to anybody today or keep up my friendship for the moment. I, I couldn't possibly have anyone over, meet anybody for lunch. I'm just, I need to be left alone and just deal with my kid for this moment. So you'll probably change your thinking, I would bet, a little bit when the baby arrives. Yeah, and I, I was also going to say, I remember in, in your email you said that you're actually the closest to your single friend. And again, that's exactly like me and my best friend. And like, I will say, from from the single friend's perspective... It's like, I still want to talk about all my stupid bullshit and my drama. Um, but it's like, now that she has a baby, I feel, I feel silly. And I almost hold back more because I know at the end of the day, the silly stuff that I want to talk to her about is so trivial and can't even like hold a flame to having a baby that you're taking care of. Um, and so, and I never want to come off selfish so your single friend also might be having those thoughts as well. So I, I would just say no one's in the wrong for anything. I think it's just a mutual a mutual agreement to both keep being a part of each other's lives. And, you know, like you're going to be so obsessed and caught up with your baby for now until forever. But making sure you ask her what's going on in her world, let her like vent to you every once in a while. Um, I don't know. It's a two-way road, two-way street. Yes, a two-way street. Or a road. It just depends on how long it is. Or an avenue. Mm-hmm. Cul-de-sac? Yeah, or a circle. Or a court. Or a drive. Have we covered it all? I or, think so. Or a freeway? Sure. Okay. All right. Expressway? Ex- yes, or a toll road. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Per usual, if you have a life advice question that you want me and Ellen to answer, please email me at emmasthing at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and rate and review. And we will talk to you next time.